0: So speaking of dumpster, dumpster fires, uh, let's let's chat about the, those house rules, the, the house rules. We're, we're going to head back into that little topic. I suggested this topic because we did we just did an episode recently about house rules. And then there was it hit red at first and then Pleasant Kenobi picked up on it of that absolutely ridiculous list of house rules from a particular shop in michigan so it kind of revived the discussion and it made me think like oh okay what let's go back to house rules and let's because i have some thoughts about those house rules from the michigan shop and then also some of pleasant kenobi's comments and then also you did a thing on reddit too so so let's get into it
1: yeah so first of all i'm going to tap one black and play thought c's on you there so you don't, <laughs> don't have that thought anymore
0: okay so all which right. which thought am i losing
1: <laughs> gotta show me your hand
0: first uh okay uh <laughs> I don't know how to play Thoughtseize without cards in my hand. Um, I have none; i just an empty brain. That's basically it. <laughs> Be well,
1: fair, I don't actually own that card. It's too expensive. <laughs> I will I feel will we just started and we're off topic.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, so uh, house rules. So, okay. So, uh, to take it back to the house rules. So, first off, the, the Michigan ban list house rules thing is – hilarious and you really should check out the video of pleasant kenobi because he breaks it down uh and well he just basically goes over the list and makes fun of it the entire time but and it's a good watch but it's interesting because at the beginning of it he makes a comment which is what spurred me to want to talk about this again he made a comment about how he actually doesn't like house rules he thinks they're bad Give or take, like I'm, I'm simplifying. He gets a little bit more nuanced, but he's essentially saying that house rules are not great because the game is already perfect. Not perfect, but it's already good. It's already really good. And any house rule is just making it worse because the people making the house rules aren't professional designers like the designers of Magic.
1: I, was gonna say, I think the, the, the point on this one is that that store went overkill. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're not in a position to say, okay, well, you know, we're just going to ban these 172 cards and restrict these other ones and change the text on these ones. How Mm -hmm. do you keep up? Um, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I get like your kitchen table pod, right, where you might ban a card here or ban a card there, similar to like what the the MTG Goldfish team does, right, Mm -hmm. where they play a bunch of games together and they're like, hey for the sake of the game let's take out these cards that are way too good yeah right and let's 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 play a game where i have to step up and do more rather than cyclonic rift everything Mm -hmm. yeah like that there's a big difference there right Mm -hmm. where you have the dynamic of like hey we like to play your games we're gonna maybe adjust the rules here or there a little bit Mm -hmm. but in general from what i saw on reddit from my people replying to my post most of it is a run bowl against
0: yeah um and and for the listeners basically what dinko did was he he went on to mtg the the mtg subreddit not mtg he went on mtg rmtg and put the the question what house rules have you seen while playing and it actually got a pretty amazing response i got 283 comments and
1: yeah uh, there's there's some sitting there i still haven't read yet because they're still coming
0: in oh yeah like it's like there's a ton but i and and really yeah you're you're right most of them are mulligans most of them are free mulligans or i i found i found it interesting some of them were like instead of doing mulligans they do draw seven scry three kind of thing at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the game i i was i was interested to see that the most of them were just mulligans like there, and i i did see there was one poison though there there one poison did come in i saw that there there, there technically
1: was two but the guy deleted his comment quick oh, okay so like i could still read it in my notifications Oh, um <laughs> I, I did ask that person to clarify about the poison and just to talk about that while it's on my mind they talked about how they they upped it to 15 not 20 they didn't yeah. double it like the life. Mm-hmm. it's at 15 um and i asked him just to like how does that affect the games and all that you mentioned that like on a one v one, not noticeable, uh-huh. but in a like multiplayer pod, it, it seems to have calmed it a bit. Right, it's still yeah. good, but it's not overkill. And that, it's interesting to get that like how much are they playing it? Yeah, right. Because at least it's not a you know blight steel colossus. I win.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I and I think that's the interesting thing to me is I, like because I remember I I used to be. A yeah, it should be 20 because it, because in my mind, it, 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 you know, at the time it made sense. You're doubling the life, so double the poison counters. Like, what well, you know, but another reason was because when I first got into Commander and I got my playgroup into Commander, one of my friends immediately went to Infect, like, he just beelined it right to Infect and he dominated our tables for weeks like and we just couldn't get around him because we were new and you know new to the format and still learning and trying to figure everything out and so so i got very firm in my belief of of yes it should be 20 it's it sucks that it's 10 but then he quit because he got bored like he quit playing in fact because he just got bored it was it was getting very samey and so he moved on to other things and you know what i I, i've run into infect maybe two or three times since then and it hasn't been as bad because i've gotten better as a player yeah i I just i think i think i have a feeling that the people i could be wrong i have a feeling that the people who who wanted to be a 20 are people who run into infect a lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that uh, just the basic logic of double life double that right and that's where my philosophy was on it the longest time it's like why would you give me more life resources but yet still make it so that i only need 10 counters
0: yeah um, yeah
1: it, it, it it's counterintuitive in that regard but to the same point infect isn't as quick of a kill as a lot of the other things out there
0: oh yeah, yeah.
1: which is why people don't go into art and even with us having this whole Borexia coming back part and getting toxic and all that it it's a strategy in like other constructed formats you mm-hmm. can build your infect deck or poison deck or whatever you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it hasn't really gone too hard. I think about how they did it, where it's you know toxic one doesn't no matter how much damage you did, it's one poison counter, right? Mm-hmm. They they watered it down a little bit so it's not too crazy. Because imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if it was just you know it has infect and you're swinging it with a you know four four Phyrexian. It's like oh hey that's gonna kill me quick. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I I think they, they did a better job of supporting it more but not overkilling it
0: yeah it it was really interesting to me to see that in fact wasn't as big of an issue and i was also surprised to see that there were a lot of limit to one dollar per card or one pound i think or one euro per card i think was the comment um or like limit the deck to two thousand dollars worth of land was one comment. Yeah,
1: that one has was like, caught a little bit off guard. I'm like, 2,000 to limit? Like, um, <laughs> what kind of money bags are you rolling with here at the table? Yes,
0: yeah, so apparent, well, apparently uh, for this one, it was Carl is probably rolling in with some uh, OG duels. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they mentioned
1: one. it's like a lot of people who've been playing a really long time, they have a lot of those old duels and um, those those are just expensive, right? They play oh, with yeah. their cards, why wouldn't you if you have them? But I, I think that's interesting because like, I don't have a, a deck that's worth more than that, let alone just the mana base.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and well, that's the thing uh, that I find interesting. Like a lot of, a lot of the decks I have that are like half built they're They're built where the majority of the deck is built. The only part, That I'm slowly putting together is the mana base because it's the mana base Mm -hmm. that's 80% of the cost of the deck. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, this is interesting, you know, uh, some of these, like especially with the, uh, the, the cost around it. And I find it interesting because you've got two, like if you compare the two, you got the $1 per card limit. We'll just say that because we're, we'll use eagle money, uh, uh, for now. Um, (laughs) freedom dollars, (laughs) freedom, freedom dollars. Um, and uh, so you got $1 per card compared to $2,000 deck limit. I think those are two fundamentally different limits <laughs> because <laughs> one is almost like a popper variant. Like oh yeah. it's, it's uh, I think, or, or more like penny dreadful, I think would be a good example because you're, you're basically, you're not only keeping the cost down, but you're also saying you're, you're effectively saying that at least cards within the last. 10 years or so that are good can't be in this can't be in this house format where on the other hand you have this $2,000 thing saying you can't be Mr. Moneybags rolling up in here um, and we don't allow proxies you know kind of thing I find that interesting
1: there's quite a few rares and good cards that fall in the 50 cent bin though Mm -hmm. like a lot other than like the the all-stars in a set most things just lose value so hard
0: oh yeah they drop pretty and quick.
1: It, it it's interesting because I I don't know if I'd call that a house rule as much as a build <laughs> restriction on a, like a type of game you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're saying, hey, when you build your deck, that's not how we play the deck. It's how we build the deck. Yeah. Um, we're gonna put this restriction because there was another one on there that commented, and I, I looked up the the format. They they called it like mini commander, I think is what they called it. Uh-huh. But really, it's tiny leader. Um. Oh, okay. The, the only difference is they have more life from their comment. Like I think they start at 30 instead of 20. Um, oh, okay. And like, it's just pretty much, you know, nothing could be higher than three CMC. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's restrictions on the, the color pie usage
0: mm-hmm.
1: where like the, only, the, in tiny leader, the only extra restriction is like, if you're using a partner commander for one, their total CMC together has to be, I think four or less. Mm-hmm. And then also you can't have all five colors. <laughs>
0: When <laughs> you do it. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I think it's interesting. I think it'd be fun to build a, a tiny leader deck at some point and try that out. Uh-huh. Uh, just because that that's kind of like almost, it's not Popper Commander because that's the thing, but it, it it's really, it's, you know, the teeny weeny, we're going to go out here with all these really
0: cheap things, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking up Tiny Leader now cuz Tiny Leader has always kind of been the 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 meme format that people like to bring up because it was a it was kind of like uh oathbreaker in a sense where it came out people were like hey we should do this and then it just kind of fizzled and went away and yeah. um whereas like oathbreaker has kind of stuck around a little bit, you know, it's even been uh, recognized by wizards i think like let's all be honest i think tiny i think brawl would have gone the same way as tiny leaders if wizards hadn't basically said no you're playing this um like making it making it a format in arena and like doing all that stuff well, I, I you know
1: thinking speaking of that though like i was curious about brawl because brawl came up while i wasn't playing right Uh huh. so I, I come back and it's like what's pioneer what's brawl what the crap is this right and it's like, you're joking that it has a standard rotation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, who's going to play that? Like, you, yeah. you can't get people to play standard. Yeah. When you talk about, like, a cost restriction on the deck, too. Like, I get the no card over a dollar thing. It's like, some channels, you know, commander quarters love doing budget builds where they do that restriction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that overall, it's just to keep the cost of the deck down, which is great. Because you can get a $5 commander deck, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But... I think the the overall cost restriction which they do also a lot of those builds it's like hey here's a 50 dollar deck that does decent and here's the upgrades if you want to like spend a hundred
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: right i think that's an interesting way to do it other than the fact that you know it's cost at time to build right and your deck might not be still only a hundred dollars by the time you're playing it six months later oh yeah, um, yeah depending on like how the market moves and all that that's you know the issues with those kinds of formats but i do think Those kinds of challenges are fun, especially if you have a group of people who are trying to not just, you know, come in there with their CEDH deck and say, okay, well, I win, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, give it a little challenge. Like, do it on a budget. Like, if you want that big haymaker, okay, well, you have less budget to work with the other cards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this is when Pleasant Kenobi mentioned the beginning, because when he mentioned the beginning that he, he didn't like Households and everything, he wasn't specifically talking about the ban list of Michigan, like he was saying in general. And that made me realize that, that, that he's, I, it reminded me, I should say that he, he's a competitive player. Like he was a competitive player. He used, he he likes to play legacy and he's played competitively in the past. So he has that mindset. Oh, um, I should say, it seems like he might, he has that mindset and which, which basically does lend itself to no, we play the game the way it's meant to be played like we you know we play the game by the rules set out by whatever format we're doing we're not messing around with this stuff it's just this is how you play the thing is is that it, it, and this is something that wizards and mark rosewater and all this like try to say so much that a majority of magic players don't play like that like a majority of magic players don't even know who mark rosewater is they don't like they they couldn't tell you what the current release set is if you ask them and they've been playing for 30 years, you know, or not. You I
1: mean, me. like I can't I can't tell you what's in rotation right now for standard. I can't. Right.
0: Yeah, I think it's um, Dominar I can tell United you like Ford. A lot.
1: <laughs> right. But I can I can tell you a few of the sets,
0: mm-hmm. but like
1: it's like how far back are we going here? And it's like, you know, Unfinity came out over a year ago now. It's like, oh, oh yeah, again, we're good at getting off topic. Yeah, so like mulligan rules, right? And I, I think it's worth talking about a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a few where they talk about, okay, well, you know, free mulligans, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, tabletop, fine, right? Yeah. Like if that's how your group rules. And that that's how I typically am a casual too, right? Mm-hmm. Where I, I'd rather play a good game rather than the person just be like, oh yeah, by the way, I just, you know, I am mulliganed down to one card and I never drew land. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's an interesting one in there where, they mentioned that they do two free mulligans, and then if you're still not happy, you have to swap your deck.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. which like was apparently to stop somebody who liked to you know mulligan until they got their perfect hand, kind of a yeah,
0: thing, right? Yeah.
1: Which a lot of them like it's like not a problem because like, they trust their friends and their friends aren't playing like that, but there are those kinds of players out there who it's not cheating, but it's in the gray territory of yeah. like disrespectful play.
0: Yeah which and and it's it's funny you mentioned that because I think another one that falls into that, somebody was talking about the take take backsies, uh which mm-hmm. which I find interesting because that's definitely one that I think falls into that similar gray area that can be abused because you get like you'll get a situation where somebody makes a mistake or they, you know, they misread a card or something and they go to do something or they miss a trigger or whatever and the table lets them take it back and then and then uh, something else happens a little bit later with another player and the table doesn't let them take it back and it's like well wait you know it, it, you get you get this these weird dynamics that sometimes can happen i i and i i think it's actually in some scenarios, a good idea to really set up boundaries around that kind of stuff. Like it's it. And it, it, the way I usually play it is I usually play it where as long as somebody isn't abusing it, the takes take, take backs, are fine. It's when somebody starts to abuse it is when it's like, okay. And
1: yeah, I think it really depends on what you're trying to take back. Right. Because yeah. a lot of people mentioned that too, where, you know, if there's no new information gained, right. Yeah. Like you're, you're doing your combo, you're trying to get off and then someone counters, you can't take back.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it, it's more so, I think, to some of our games, where it's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, that doesn't do what I think it does, or yeah. I missed this trigger. Yeah. Here. And depending on like how far we are, right? It it may matter it may not. If it's if it's not game breaking, we we usually are good at just saying whatever. It's my fault.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um,
1: if it if it mattered, we're like, okay, well, let's take that into account, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's if we notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all well, yeah. different things. Yeah. That that's but, that's
0: a uh, yeah. Noticing is is not always the case.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, until it's like you know the the next morning. I'm like Nate. I'm sorry. You should have won that. <laughs> hey, that's which only happened. Yeah, uh, that,
0: that, it all. But it only happened once, and that's totally fine. And I and I am absolutely fine with that. I think it's uh, I, I we had fun during the game, which all was, was all that mattered. Yeah, to me. and
1: it, it was a good game. It really oh, was. Yeah. Uh, I I was doing so bad. And then oh, yeah. I hardly pulled it through, <clears throat> um, and I wouldn't have if I fully read the card. Yeah. But I assumed it was like the other two in my deck, which you know, commander, your cards may say different things. Oh yeah. And it happens that you know we're only human, right? We're not this you know modo doing it all for you. Yeah. I, the, people talk about like the, with those takebacksies, like the limited like three a game, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. Like you get the token for, it, like they'll do that, and if you're doing more casual and you're trying to teach people how to play, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Right. Yeah. Where you can have that moment, you're like, "Okay." Personally, I think it should be up to the council. Mm -hmm. And that's pulling in some conspiracy stuff here, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like, if it's a if it's a one v one, if your opponent's okay with it, they're okay with it. If not, you know, that's on you. You learn. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like a pod, you know, if everyone more people are okay with it than not, I think it should be up to discretion, right? Because like to the same point, if I tap a bunch of mana to play something. And then I didn't read it all the way or I didn't have the right mana for it. I should be allowed to untap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this is pretty easy. At least it's pretty easy for me to to tell in certain situations where where like you can tell when someone's trying to get away with something. You know what I mean? And and I don't necessarily mean they're trying to cheat or they're trying to, you know, uh, or trying to get an upper hand. They're just they're They made a mistake. It's... They realize they've made a mistake that's kind of really shouldn't be taken back. But they're just—they're just like, oh, come on, guys. It's just, you know, same thing with a mulligan, where it's like, they're they're trying to get that perfect hand, and they're abusing the per, the the infinite mulligan rule to get there. And it's like, okay, you're on your nineteenth mulligan. Let's go here. Come on, like, you know, right.
1: Well, I and mean, I think an interesting way to think about it too, because like to your point, you if you've played with these people before, you can kind of tell who those people are. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and like, it's unfortunate that there's people who play this game that are borderline sociopaths mm-hmm. um, and it, it just happens. That's, yeah. you know, what happens in the real world. Yep. But I, I, I think personally, you should only be able to t- add take back to the stack at split second speed. Yeah. So like yeah. if, if you if you did your whole stack and it's resolved and then you're trying to do something else and you want to take back something previous, I don't think it should be allowed.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: it's split second. And again, so in your priority, right? Like you haven't passed priority yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the only, the only exception to that, I think in my mind that is acceptable. And again, this is if everybody's cool with it, if you do something and you haven't realized you've made a mistake and somebody at the table goes, Whoa, wait, you do realize that doing that, this is going to happen, right? Yes. Yes. Like, I,
1: And like, that, that's, again, like the will of the council speaking up, saying like, hey, let's think about this for a second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Because a lot of times, and this is something this is something that I have to deal with a lot, because, I, you know, I, I'm not the best at keeping track of more than five things at a time. And a lot of times in a commander game, there is like 27 things happening on the board, or at cool. least when you're about to cast something, or you're about to cast something, 27 things might happen. And sometimes I will forget that, Oh, if I cast this creature, that's a one, one. Well, that creature over there that gives everything negative one, negative one is essentially just going to straight up kill it. So, you know, Yeah,
1: like the, the the Elshnorns, the Chalice of the Voids on the field that you forgot existed.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I will say one thing that surprised me, I, I, and I didn't see, and let, let me know if you, if you saw different, but I fully expected when you told me you did this and i was and i was looking at the things i was waiting for someone to say no universe is beyond and i yeah. didn't, i didn't see a one that surprised me
1: I, I i think the i don't i i didn't see it either again i am haven't been in there since we started talking but it it's it's interesting because at least with the universe is beyond. They're starting to incorporate those extra cards where you can get them. Like, We've yet to see the Walking Dead show back up, but it's not so much as a pay to win as it used to be. Um, even though it's still kind of Magic is pay to win, right?
0: Well, yeah, but I think well, I think the the I, I I will say I think there would have been if this question was asked on Magic TCG, the 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 main subreddit. And not just the RMTG, which is where you asked it, because RMTG seems to be more casual than mm-hmm. the Magic TCG subreddit. The main that's considered the main subreddit because it's the biggest. And I, I do think you, I, I would be shocked if you didn't get at least one. But I'm glad to see that I didn't because I think, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, it's here to stay. Like it's happening. You know, uh,
1: I, I did, I did have one comment. That was about like no land destruction and it's like i think that's that same mentality of like no universe is beyond right yeah where yeah. you're telling someone no you're not allowed to use these kinds of cards because i don't like them yeah and yeah. i mean if your friends agree to it that's fine right if it's mm-hmm. a shop saying that i'd have a problem um, yeah. There's, a... and again it's, it's similar to the the person playing the the infect deck right mm-hmm and stacks and control and you know MLD massive land destruction Mm -hmm. like it's fine but if that's all you ever run don't be upset when people don't play with you
0: exactly that's and I think that's the key like I think a lot of these things you know just a little taste here and there is great and and or fine and and if you got to deal with the one game you deal with the one game but it's it's whenever you're bringing it to the table every day, and it's your only deck, and it's all you're running. I also recognize that that saying that can sound, uh, for lack of a better term, elitist, because you know some people can only afford to build one deck. But
1: well, you know the, the decks that are problems cost a lot of money. Yeah, so it's fair. Like you could have fair. you could have built a couple <laughs> okay decks.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that is um, I mean that even is true. That, like
1: there, there's a deck I want to build that I've been looking at here that, you know, it's a Zer deck and people hate Zerds kill on site, but it's like, I'm not going to play it to like combo off win. I want to do weird things.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. The,
1: the whole idea of that deck is like, I might draw half a combo. That's weird. And I'll search for the other half with him. <laughs> um, but now there's some cards I, I, I probably shouldn't put in there just because it's like instant win. Yeah. Um, similar to like oblivion ring on a uh, Baron glory. Right. And then just, you know, Board Wipe, Oblivion Ring goes, I have only a Baron Glory, guess what? But, you know, things like that, like, you know, toning it down, I have a stack of cards I, I just pulled from my collection, that I could probably just build a, a very crappy, you know, mid-range deck with it, just mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be fun, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's what I did with my freaking cigar deck. I, uh-huh. I might have, I had to order a few things for it, but like, Overall, it's like, hey, this is not optimal, uh-huh. but that—that's that, again, that's a preference. That's the way we play things, and you know, yeah. to your detriment, I really do want to build a land destruction commander deck.
0: Right? <laughs> it's it's fine. I, uh, bring it, bring it. I will happily well, the, have the my land is, destroyed.
1: <laughs> I I know you're okay with it, right? Because yeah. like, and it's not something I'd pull out every game. and well, like, yeah. Again, it's a it's a one v one. Like, it it's okay. Like, it, people get really upset when it's you know a pod situation that's three people you're destroying their stuff <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly i i will say though but, i think i think I, I found my favorite rule though it's, okay and i found it on this on this thing I uh, he he said that uh they said that they have a house rule any proxy must be announced in a rule zero convo and it must be a poorly drawn doodle of the og okay. card I, that is my new house rule. That is, that is going in for my proxies to be fair, right there.
1: I, I did ask them for some clarification on that one. Oh, you did? Um, yeah. So with that, like I asked, like if it, you know, it's a really nicely printed proxy, is that okay too? And like, yeah, that's the problem was they'd have a guy who'd put a card in the sleeve backwards, write on uh-huh. a little slip of paper, what the name of it was and its cost just slide it in there uh-huh. and not have anything else. Hmm. And then, like, he would get the card wrong because he's doing it from memory.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. So it's like,
1: it needs to actually look like the card and be like the card where you can look at it and go, oh, hey, that's a soul ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Which, if you're proxying soul ring, what do, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, seriously. Like, it or like by any commander deck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, well, and, you know, and even if not, like, it yes it's still a couple of like it's still a couple bucks a pop but it's a heck of a lot cheaper than it used to be like i remember when i when before i got into commander but this was when commander was back when it was still elder dragon highlander and it was ju- it was just getting popular and it was getting popular to the point where soul ring was expensive because wizards hadn't started printing commander decks yet so so they hadn't reprinted it all that much. So it was like a $20 card. And I remember my first soul ring, I bought 20 bucks. It was 20 bucks for that sucker. And now you can get a brand new one for a couple of bucks. So yeah, just, you know,
1: one last thing I'd like to point out about the Morgan stuff. Oh, sure. Like there's some interesting variations. A lot of them were very common in theme. And I, I kind of landed on what I think is like a decent way to do it. Okay. It like in general, it's, you draw more than the seven, right? Mm-hmm. Typically 10. There was one guy who the first one to comment about it does 12. Mm-hmm. And then you either shuffle back or you put on bottom. The difference get you to seven and that there's no more mulligans, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some cases they'll they'll still allow them rarely. That's a problem. But I think it's interesting because it's that whole idea of, okay, I'm going to draw 10 cards. What three in here can I do without you just put it on bottom. You're not reshuffling, right? And like that, that was something that I asked some people about. Like, like what's the difference between having a shuffle or putting them on the bottom? But yeah, like you have a chance to draw them again. But like streamlining Mulligans is to cut down on shuffles.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so like the one guy calls it Bob Ten. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's an interesting way to do it, and I think we should try it sometime. And then um. the the other ones that happen and come up too are people talking about like, oh well. You know if you have more than like so many players like like one gets a scry and all that other stuff people are talking about like mm-hmm. the i think the interesting one i want to try at some point too is if you have more than four players doing kind of like a, a zone of influence right
0: yeah yeah I saw i saw that to comment where, on that yeah
1: yeah where like you can only interact with people on your right or left and if you do something that's a board wipe it only affects them right and your infinite combo only affects them so Uh like at the start of your turn like it is set that that is your your sphere of influence Mm -hmm. if you kill both of them you can't do anything to the people beyond them because they're still out of your sphere for that turn
0: interesting okay for that turn but then after the turn rotates then they become it okay okay that's interesting right yeah then
1: there's there's a different one that was talking about like a five point like a star thing where it's you're affecting the people across from you and once they're dead you win like you don't have to kill everybody, so like th- there's different styles of play, right? And it's, yeah, I, I don't consider that home rule as much as just cool variations.
0: Right? Yeah, well, I think, and I think that, and that goes back way, that ties it way back to what we were saying, and uh, you know, particularly what I was saying about the, you know, what brought this all up in the in the episode or the thing of the video of Pleasant Kenobi's is that, you know, that's playing the way the game was intended to be played from the mothership. It's fine. That's great. Well, obviously, that's what's what brought many of us to the table. But sometimes you want to change it up, and sometimes you want to try something different. And I think stuff like Zone of Influence, it's its actually part of the reason why I really like going to Magicons. Because they offer new and interesting ways to play the game through their ticketed events which i love doing and sometimes my lgs will throw something special out there every now and again but it happens maybe once every couple of months where with magicons i can go and do like four three or four special events that i'm not going to get to do anywhere else that do things like zone of influence like i played a, a grand melee one time with then there was a zone of influence thing involved on that and you know just these all these different Ways to play, and if you can do that, if you can come up with some of these and try them at home, and try and see if you like them. And if you like it, maybe it's something that you want to throw into your regular play every now and again. You know, just just, just I, a thought.
1: I think the 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 only advice I would give people in general is if you have house rules, just think about how you would play if you are going to go play against someone or or go to your LGS. Right, in general, you want to still play by the rules. Mulligans, I think, are okay to adjust as long as you still know how to properly mulligan. Yeah. But um, there's some people who talked about like they do fast games where they draw two cards. It, it doesn't give a the draw two effects don't trigger from it. Mm-hmm. Right. But they draw two and you can play two lands a turn. Right. So they, they were playing speed magic. Yeah. And like that, again, as long as you acknowledge that that's not normal and you don't teach people that's how magic's played.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, cause like there, there was, I, I, there was a conversation I had with someone on there where the, like the guy who taught them and taught a bunch of people how to play had some weird house rules that were just off. Right. Yeah. Fundamentally the rest of magic, he taught them correct. It's just that stuff wasn't, but then like he was okay not doing it and stuff like that. But like know where that boundary is and say, okay, well if I go and play with anyone else, do I have to explain it? It's like, Uno, right? Like everyone has house rules for Uno and no one's ever actually read the manual.
0: Yeah. That's, hmm, <laughs> that's like oh god, it's it's like the craziest game of telephone.
1: Um. <laughs> no, it is, it is, and like I mean, again, it's like Monopoly too. Like I, I've sat and read the rules once, and I was like, we've been playing this wrong the entire time.
0: Oh yeah, that I think that's one of the best examples because because uh, uh, isn't there a rule in Monopoly? And I, I could be wrong, but but in the actual rules of Monopoly, it says that um, when you land on a space. Okay, I could be wrong, but when you land on the thing and you, if you decide not to buy it, then it goes up for auction and yeah. anybody yeah. else that's, can buy
1: that's it. That's something that n- yeah. my parents never did.
0: Yeah. And we like never did it. everyone
1: does the free parking pool where it's like yeah. all the taxes you paid goes to free parking and you get that. That's not a rule. Yeah. That's not a rule. Like, that's not real. <laughs> which, free parking just means you don't pay rent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which that's hilarious to me because that auction rule makes the game go faster. And that about does it for today's discussion on Beyond the Deck Box, where we talk about all things Magic the Gathering. You can find us each week on the YouTube channel FDSMTG, or you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts just look for Beyond the Deck Box. You can find DM Dingo on Twitch, or you can find him on the FDS MTG Discord, link in the description. You can find me, FDS MTG, on YouTube, or at FDS underscore MTG on threads, or on Mastodon, kind.social. Thank you so much for tuning in, and you all have a wonderful day.